Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, Khuyanant. I'm even falling over my feet with my greetings because of the excitement. <laughs> it's rugby fever, the bokabil. <laughs> oh my word, oh my word. So, of course, I need to still get to Moweni. I'm Shahida Kali, and you're listening to the Shahida Kali show. Very, very excited. We continue with our program that focuses on extraordinary people and this time round it is another woman who is an extraordinary person and her name is Amina Sheriff. Amina, assalamu alaikum and welcome to the program. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Abba Shaida, and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all the listeners as well. I'm so excited to speak with you, and I so wish that you were in the studio, but I know that you have, you know, responsibilities at home, which we will speak about, um, you know, that prevented you from being here. Amina, just to ask you, Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself that they can understand some of the background, particularly relating to the diagnosis that you and the, and living with epilepsy. When did it start? When did you get the diagnosis? How has it been up to now? I know lots of medical challenges that we'll speak more about, but just background in regard to the epilepsy, please. Uh, I have felt, alhamdulillah, through my 32 years of experience of my epilepsy, I have learned a lot. I can even uh, stop people and explain to them what to do with Allah's Quran. I always say, Allah gives us hidayat. Mm-hmm. It's not from ourselves. And um, in fact, when I had a shoulder operation, just before I had a shoulder operation, I actually fell from the bed in a seizure. Yes. The ligament got chipped. Okay. So my shoulder had to be operated and they put but what used to happen is you should dislocate. And Allah again gave me, gave me the hidayah to do what I did. I used to pull my elbow towards my stomach yeah. to actually get the, the, the shoulder in place. Okay. And if I hear the crack, yeah. you know, Hamlai knew that the elbow, that the shoulder is back in place. My goodness gracious. Wasn't that it very painful? It was painful while it was out. Yes. And that's why I say Allah gave me the hidayah. To, to do what I did, yes. to make away with the pain, alhamdulillah, yeah. after this uh, difficulty comes in. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for you to also speak with us about, um, you know, a, a time when you had a the lumbar puncture and it wasn't painful because of, and please tell us about that. Uh, what happened, uh, Apa Shaida, um, the doctor told me that they're going to do a lumbar punch, but what I always do is when I go to hospital on admission, uh, not to say that I'm holier than thou, mm-hmm. but I feel we need to take certain things with us and also make vicar all the time and so on. Yeah. And we also uh, do it for Isali Sawab of others and ask Allah to help others as well. Yes. Uh, I recited 10,000 times Yawa Kilu. Wow, mashallah. And I sent a wow. message to uh, sure. CII radio station yeah. uh, requesting for the hours for all sick people. Yeah. And um, also recited two times Surah Yasin. Yeah. And then I made my dua. I said, Oh Allah, if it's going to benefit me, let the doctor go ahead. Yes. And if it's going to harm me, let the change your mind. Yeah. Uh, the doctor came to do the lumbar punch, and my one sister was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, Oh, I don't want to see this. And yeah. she actually walked out of the ward. Yeah. 
and the doctor did it, and I actually felt the prick of the needle. Yes. And I was still waiting because people always say it's painful. Yes, that's right. And I was right. still waiting for the pain to come. Uh-huh. And I like, gave me more than what I expected. Therefore, like we find somebody, sometimes people say, no, you mustn't ask other people to make to R for you. But I've seen the miracle of the R when it is made in abundance, alhamdulillah, sugar. Yeah. So we must never think too much and say, uh, other people can't make dua for us. Yes. We must too make dua, but uh, it is even better when our dua is made Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, I think uh, what an amazing story of, you know, we're always wanting to say to people, you know, must you must never underestimate the power of dua. And your story is such testimony of the power of dua and how I would imagine it would also have been your faith in, in Allah, your ability to trust Allah and entrust yourself to Allah. Alhamdulillah, shukar, uh, Another experience that I also had, yeah. um, I was actually frying grandeurs at home. Yes. And I was actually alone at home that day. And uh, I had a seizure. Yeah. And uh, because of my recycle of Yawakilu, which means it's for protection against all calamities, yes. I had the seizure, the oil fell around the stove, on the stove, and on the floor. Yeah. And everything else was on the floor, including the pan. Mm-hmm. But not a drop burned me with Allah's good. Wow, mashallah. Wow. You know, one can only marvel, like you say, the mercy of Allah, the protection of Allah, and how Allah shows us this in these types of experiences. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Isn't it wonderful? So tell us about your mom and the fact that you ha- you're taking responsibility of your mother. Please tell us about that. Uh, it's actually not a responsibility, it's a duty that I'm fulfilling. Okay. Uh, Alhamdulillah, as a daughter, mm-hmm. uh, because my mother went through so much for me, Yes. I feel that I want to be there for her uh-huh. to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. And I always ask my mother to make to her for me that I can take care of her to the best of my ability. Inshallah. And Alhamdulillah, shukar, like I sit next to the bed uh, of my mother. My mother is also very lucky. Yes. She's on a hospital bed that was borrowed to us okay. from somebody that I know. All right. Also taking me to hospital in times when I'm in need because I yes. don't drive. Yeah. Because I don't want to put other people's lives in danger. Yes. Driving with a seizure that of can course. come at any time. Of course. So therefore, Alhamdulillah, those people take me to hospital as well. Okay. And they bring me home. So okay. these people have borrowed us this bed. Yes. So, um, Alhamdulillah, uh, my mother is also a great blessing. Many times my mother would tell me, I don't know what I would do without you. Yes. But then I also tell my mother, Mommy, I don't know what I would do without Mommy. Yes. But also, not that I'm saying that I can't accept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also make to our, if the day Alatara takes my mother, yes. that uh, Alatara keeps me strong, that I accept and have patience. Inshallah, inshallah. I think what carries one, if you've, you know, you know that you have really tried to do your best for your mother, that is what really keeps one going at the time when you lose your mother, because that's what you hold on to. The fact that Allah would have given you the insight to know that you need to give your best to your mom. You know, I'm sure your mother must look at you and and at times tell you that you sh- that she's very proud of you. She cries at times when yes. she actually tells me mm-hmm. that she's very grateful to have me, and I also tell my mother I'm fulfilling my duty yes. towards my mother as yes. a daughter. Yes, 
Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, you know, Allah has blessed you with the insight and the heart that you have. So I would like for you to share, you know, with our listeners, you have these and, and perhaps to, to ask you, what are of the bigger challenges that you would face with, you know, living with epilepsy? Uh, the, the one thing is that when I have a seizure and I'm sitting next to my mother. Yes. That is what I fear the most because they say at times when I do have seizures, I do tend to grab her as well because I don't know at all what is happening. Sure. So when I do have persistent seizures, I try to stay away from my mother for that time. Uh-huh. But then also when I have, like for example, about five, six seizures a day, Yes. Then by the evening, I actually go to a doctor here because it's available uh, in the evening only after six. Yeah. And I go for an injection. Yes. And with the mercy of Allah, it yeah. helps to actually subside the seizures. I yeah. always try and make people aware. Yeah. Whatever we use, it is Allah who actually makes it help. Absolutely. It's not uh, the person who helps you yes. the medication mm-hmm. that has cured you. None mm-hmm. can cure but Allah, not even the prophets. Has cured with the, without the permission of Allah. Of course. Allah was the one who had actually cured, Alhamdulillah, Shukr. Alhamdulillah. Do you sometimes feel scared, the fact that you would have so many seizures in one day? Because it sounds extremely overwhelming. Uh, not really. I um, try and make my bigger and so on. Yeah. Uh, not really scared, but just. Um, Heartbroken that I can't sit with my mother at the time. Okay. But what I also do is while I am sitting next to my mother, yes. I try and cheer up with jokes and so on. Yeah. Uh, in fact, um, my mother used to let the porridge stand, for example, the, yeah. the uh, old bread flakes. Yes. And then it gets uh, like stiff. Yes. So the one day I said to my mother, Mom, look here. The porridge say it is duck fun, <laughs> <laughs> and I see that on radio one day, so I listened to me, yeah. understood up and down, yeah. actually called me and said, you yes. know, that was a good one. <laughs> now, I, I want to ask, what helps you to remain so positive? Because you have so many challenges, you know, in your daily life. Uh, Alhamdulillah, as I say, Allah Ta'ala helps us. We must just believe that Allah Ta'ala is a good behind everything. Yeah. Uh, I've got a poem on disability. Yes. In fact, when I needed it, disability needs respect. It's not a defect. My yeah. sister told me that, how can you say it's I haven't got a defect. Yeah. I told her that Allah is perfect. Allah doesn't create with a defect, yeah. but with reason. Uh-huh. Okay. Can I read Sister uh, Apashaida? Uh, I, I, I would like to, but before you get to there, because I'm very excited to come to your poetry. I just yes. would like to ask, what do you do in your life to keep you busy, to keep you have an income to sustain you and your mom? Uh, actually, uh, my mother is a pensioner. I'm a disability patient. Mm-hmm. But the, the poetry and things I write and so on, and I am um, actually planning on having a, a book published, inshallah. Yes, I'm very excited for that. And we need to be a part of that. I'd like to ask you now to read, because I know that you write poetry. So please to share of the poetry with us. Uh, the first one is, disability needs respect, it's mm-hmm. not a defect. Mm-hmm. Respect the disabled and lend a hand wherever you can. To lend a hand is a blessing from Allah to you. Remember, that to us is priceless too. Request Allah 
times of need through a good deed. To ah, can take you far, not just to shop right in spa, but really <laughs> far, just like a star. Be mindful of what you do and keep it between Allah and you. Give a hug to a special child and see the smile. That hug won't just bring a smile for a while, but also bring love in the heart of a child. That smile could take you an extra mile. So go ahead, hug that child. Wow, that is stunning, super, super stunning. Oh my I word. Mashallah. Amina, I just wonder, that was so beautiful. Really, I think you must have that poem published. It must be on the websites of Disability South Africa, of on Epilepsy South Africa, on VOC's website. My goodness, it needs to be read by so many many others and you know there are certainly times when I wish that we are on TV today was again one of those moments where I would have loved for our listeners to see you read the poem that you wrote wow did it take you long to write that poem uh, no, Alhamdulillah, it doesn't take long. Okay, I'm very very like um, there is a hadith that says Allah Ta'ala says that if you do something sincerely for the pleasure of Allah, yes. that Allah Ta'ala will make it flow from your heart to your tongue. Right. And I've seen it happening, Alhamdulillah, not out of pride, yeah. but out of, of uh, taking, uh, like how can I say, uh, reckoning what Allah is acknowledging, yes. what Allah Ta'ala has actually said. Yes. And what we see happening, Alhamdulillah. I, I think it is absolutely wonderful. And also the the very thought of, and I think we all have to hold on to, when things come out of our hearts, like you say, from the goodness of the heart that wants to serve Allah, then it beautifies the speech that follows that. And what you've then done is you then take the pen and you write from there. I think it's absolutely beautiful, mashallah. I'd love love for you to read more of your poetry please uh, i've got one with the mothers yes to mothers uh-huh love our mothers our mothers are the bearers of our sisters brothers and us sometimes they travel with us to hospital in a bus to make sure our health isn't poor taking care of us was done with love and care knowing Allah put them there never said i cannot knowing no can is a not she would stand and stir the pot with soup of nice and hot. Her dad lend your hand whenever he felt he can. Let's love our mothers and not turn them into the care of others. Now it's time we take care of our mothers who didn't make us responsibility of others. Old age homes are not meant for them. They are more precious than the most expensive gems. Wow, mashallah. That is absolutely beautiful. Wow, honestly. Mashallah. Uh, that we must practice what we preach. Yes. We must first put it into practice before we actually talk about it. Yeah. I think it is beautiful when you refer to keeping mothers close. And particularly at this time, I, you know, and and also, I mean, we're thinking of keep mothers close to you. Um, 
Keep them, them under your wings of mercy stands out for me. It's beautiful that you're referring to the work they did. It's beautiful that you acknowledge dad is there. He's in the background. He lends a hand. But really, moms are the gems. Moms are the stars. I want to commend you, honestly, on the ability to write so beautifully. And then all the rhyming that goes in it. I'm still, I'm thinking it's just stunning. I mean, we need to take commercial news when we come back inshallah i'd like for us to speak more about your process of what you do every day and you know to share that with us so that our listeners can benefit even more from this conversation so stay with us don't go away So beautiful, really. I just again, I'd like to tell our listeners when Rashad gives me and puts on the mic and he counts me out and he says three, two, one, Bismillah. I just think that's very, very special, mashallah. And really, it it resonates to the thought that Amina has when the desire is in the heart to do what Allah would like us to do and do it to please Allah, then it flows from the mouth and one is hoping always that when we are on radio that we do that and, you know, uphold the responsibility that we have when we speak with all our listeners and our loved ones. So I continue this discussion with this extraordinary woman who has the ability to write the most beautiful poetry and who is very creative. Amina Sheriff, um, this special lady, has been living with epilepsy for 32 years. She describes how many times per day she would have a seizure. And, you know, when we think of that, it would be extremely frightening. But this lady has shown us how she's met it, how she's accepted it, and how she has beautified her life, notwithstanding these challenges that she has faced. Separate and above that, she takes care of her mom, who is a pensioner, who is in bed, who is not well. But Amina looks after her mom in the most beautiful of ways. So let's speak with Amina and get her back on the line. Assalamu alaikum, Amina. Are you there? So, very, very excited about your poetry. I think it's absolutely beautiful, but also the strong message that you have in regard to Allah being so, so Allah conscious, so prominent, prominent in your life. It's like whatever and whichever question I've asked you, you would immediately go to the consciousness and the presence of Allah. Speak with me about whether this has always been the way it has been for you, or has this developed over the years, you know, living with the with the seizures, and that that would have brought you closer to Allah? Uh, I actually do mention to patients that sickness is a, is a blessing, mm-hmm. and it actually brings us closer to the Almighty. Like one day I mentioned it at the hospital to a yes. non-Muslim, yeah. and he said, how can that be? Like the first even agree with what I said. Yeah. And I said, when you are healthy, 
you enjoy life and you don't realize that you must pray and thank the Almighty. Yes. But when you are, are sick, we always pray for health and we will always remember the Almighty. Yeah. So it brings you closer to the Almighty. Yeah. So that is actually a blessing in itself. Yeah. So he couldn't help but agree with what I said. That's absolutely true. And I mean, we are constantly reminded by, you know, the fact that it is a blessing by Allah. It is a test by Allah. It is a gift that Allah gives to us in a way of cleansing us in our journey towards Allah. By the time that we meet Allah, that Allah would have put us through this in order to really um, get to the part where we meet Allah in a in the most beautiful of way. I, I'd like for you to read more of your poetry. Do you have another poem that you can share with us? Most definitely, uh, Abba. Okay. The one is encouraged. Actually, one day I got a call from a listener of CII. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the only negative call that I actually got. Yeah. And this led me many times, like when I get experiences, I can actually go to poetry and actually write a poem on it with Allah's good alhamdulillah. Yes. Uh, on courage. Mm-hmm. When people discourage you, do to them what they do to you. Discourage them from discouraging you. If what you do benefits others too, don't care what they say. This courage isn't a disability, it's an inability. When they don't have the courage to do what you enjoy to, they tend to discourage you. Courage is an advantage, so if you have it, use it. Discourage is a disadvantage, and you can't excuse it. Make to to Allah that discourage never gets to you. I tell you to make is courage too. So what I encourage you is really true. Once you start, you will continue to remember to be righteous too. And that to us will help you. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. MashaAllah. Oh, my word. That is beautiful. MashaAllah. I, I really, I pray that your poems will be published. Inshallah. I pray that your your poems, your poetry should be read by the people of the world. Really, the poem on courage is beautiful, mashallah, mashallah. Wow. Uh, in fact, Papa, what happened one year, yes. I was admitted at the Laratong Hospital. Yes. I had a seizure, but the doctor knew that I was epileptic and she was told that I was having seizures. Yes. So she didn't organize a cot bed for me because that's normally what they do for epileptics. Yes. Where they put us in cot beds. So if we get like a seizure, yes. then the, the bars will actually protect us from falling from the bed. Right. So one of the patients said that my head knocked, knocked against the wall heater. Yes. It was just above the eyebrows. Uh-huh. But it took five stitches and it was sure. bleeding like throughout the night. Yes. The first thing I, I said, Alhamdulillah, I didn't lose my eye. Yeah. We need to think positive in all kinds of situations. Yes. And that is actually what helps us with Allah's Qurat, Alhamdulillah. 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 Really, I, you know, your message is so strong of positivity in difficult circumstances, mashallah. I can only marvel at the strength that you have shown. I want to ask you something a little bit different. You know, there are people who, when others around them um, have a seizure, then they 
they don't always know what to do. Perhaps you can you can share with us what is helpful for a person to do when someone gets a seizure, and it might not be a family, uh, you know, member where you're used to managing someone. It could be a first time that you experience this. What would your thoughts be that you would share with us, please? The person actually needs to be turned on their, their side and they need to be kept down so that they don't injure themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, in the past years, like when I was a child small, they used to say that you must put a, a spoon in the person's mouth. Yes. But it is actually quite dangerous because yes. the person can bite on the spoon and you can break a tooth. Yes. Mouth, or even it, it is said that... Um, you can even swallow your tongue if the spoon goes too far behind. Mm-hmm. So those are the dangers of putting things in the person's mouth. Yeah. The main thing that is uh, supposed to be done is to put the person on the side mm-hmm. and keep them down okay. so that they don't injure themselves. All right. Okay, fine. And then you have to wait until the seizure passes instead of trying to stop it. Yes, that's right. Okay, because I think people become extremely concerned about the seizure that they that it needs to stop, that they try and hold the person to try and stop, you know, the seizure, the body that is now um, in the period of the seizure. And I think for people to understand that the body will take its way and, and take the cause of the seizure until it will stop. I think, is there a concern that if a seizure has been for an extended period, like if it's like real really long that the person should then be taken to the doctor after that uh, it is actually better if the person is taken to a doctor yeah. uh, like um, so that the doctor can um, rather see to the person as well like if it's if it's excessive seizures yes. it's even better because then they put you on a trip yeah yeah, I think it's just very important that people realize that that if the 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 seizure, the, just some, just some more guidance of the things that you would recommend. For example, a person who is getting seizures, um, you know themselves, would what would be the types of advice that you would give? You've mentioned you don't drive. I know that I would have advised that people when they go into the bathroom to bath or to shower that they don't lock the door. And that bathing is not the better option, but shower is better. Do you want to share with us some of the of the the that which you're doing, which is helpful f- for the person who has seizures? Uh, a tip on actually bathing: uh, a person mustn't fill too much water. Yes. Because sometimes you feel like a, a salt or a, um, a herbal bath. Yeah. Don't put too much water in. Yeah. And you lay in the bath a while, but then you take the the plug out and you put your heel inside. Yeah. So if you have a seizure, then automatically the water will run out. Uh huh. And once again, I say Allah gives you diet. Wow, that is really stunning because I'm always concerned. I know that people, and, and like you say, if there's too much water, a person who has a seizure can actually drown. And we know uh, of yes, we know of instances where people have lost their lives by drowning. In that sense, I you know when I when I think of it, and we're talking about this, I think of the time I'm I'm working with a young lady who is having seizures for the first time, and she's extremely scared, you know, um, in terms of not understanding it. If people are very fearful, what would you say to them? Uh, the first thing is that they actually need to make du'a that Allah makes easy and even ask others to make du'a to the, for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also need to accept it. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is, um, like, they need to try to stay away from things that can harm them, like uh, if they do have unexpected seizures. Yes, like and what now? The heat is also another thing. Heat? Uh, in fact, when I came to Johannesburg yes. in 2001, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I actually had all, uh, quite a few seizures, yes. uh, plus minus 21 seizures in, in three days. Okay. And I landed up in Helen Joseph Hospital yes. because there was a heat wave. Yeah. So I advise people not to actually go out when it's very hot. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm not a holiday maker. Yes. I prefer being indoors mm-hmm. because we should do what is best for ourselves. Yeah. How and do if you we know something is going to harm us? Yes. We must rather not do that. Amina, how do you manage? You look after yourself, you look after your mom. How do you manage when you have to use knives? Like you're cutting up, you're making food, etc. How do you manage that? Alhamdulillah, uh, when I work with knives and so on, um, like uh, I can, there are times when I get flushes, like when I get a, a feeling. Yes. Uh, when I get a seizure, but there are, has been, I actually, it actually has worsened. Yes. Um, where I do get seizures without feeling as well. Yes. But Alhamdulillah, like I've never injured myself, like in the kitchen. Alhamdulillah. It happened last year once only mm-hmm. when my finger got cut when I had a seizure in the bathroom. Yes. The mirror broke and my ring finger on my left hand and yes. my forefinger was slightly cut. Okay. The ring finger was more severe. Yeah. It took nearly two months to heal. Is it? Yes. Uh, this is a wound plaster yeah. that is actually uh, similar looking uh, to the uh, foam that they put when they put for you a drip. Yes. But this particular plaster has a pad on it. Okay. So what happened, I actually cut this plaster mm-hmm. uh, into sizes according to my wound size. Yes. And I used to uh, put the, the ointment that the doctor gave me the evening when I went to him. Yes. He also gave me an antibiotic because it was bleeding quite excessively. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, uh, two bandages couldn't to keep the blood in. Okay. But Alhamdulillah, once again, I said, Allah made it easy for me. Alhamdulillah. And uh, some people fear for seeing blood and so on. But I actually would encourage them actually to take it easy. They shouldn't actually get a shock because it actually is worse the situation. When you get a when shock. When you go in shock and so on. Right. Uh, and and um, like I used to then put a, a, a clear foam, also another clear foam over yes. this plaster. Yes. And when I went into the shower, I put a surgical glove. Mm-hmm. And then I put at the end of the surgical glove a, a um, cellotape. Yes. So that no water goes inside. Okay. And every third day, I used to uh, put a new plaster, clean to Savalon, yes. and put a new plaster with the ointment and so on. Yeah. I don't wait for things to happen. Yeah. I try and, and ask my doctors to give me things. Yes. Because I know I'm a patient that could have injuries at any time, a lot yes. of it. But uh, just two days before I had this injury in, yeah. in the bathroom, yeah. I asked my neurologist to actually write on for me damages. Yes. And again, I say it's Allah that gave me the fidaya to ask the doctor. Absolutely. Because Allah knows what is going to happen for absolutely. us in the future. Yeah. And that's why Allah put it in my mind to ask the doctor for the bandages. 
Alhamdulillah. Look, we have very little time left over in the program. And I'm wondering whether your mom is able to listen to you on radio. Is she listening to you while you are on Same. radio? Actually, my mother wanted to listen, but my mother is unable to listen because I'm on the cell phone. Okay. Uh, one other thing that I must add is yes. Auntie Amina from uh, Cape Town. Yes. Uh, Amina Creels mm-hmm. was the one who persistently told me, you must let Voice of the Cape read out your poems. Yes. You must let them phone. Uh, like, so I actually phoned uh, Voice of the Cape. Yes. And I came into contact uh, with Apas Zarina. Yes. And that's how I used to share my poems and Wonderful. so on. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's how actually our program is wonderful. So I want to ask you, we have just about two minutes left over. I want to ask whether you would like to read a last poem for us, please. Most definitely. All right. Uh, This one is poetry, like the word P-O-E and the word three together. Okay. Poetry. A poet once said, how I wish to be like that monkey in the tree. Yes. It may be what you hear from me. That monkey in the tree has no sons like you and me. So I think that monkey in the tree is better off than you and me, as he has no sons, you see. Now you tell me, who is better off, you and me or the monkey in the tree with sonsry? I speak for myself now, and I exclude stealing, lying, or doing any haram. Yet I do have my shortcomings, but I never tend to hurt anyone. I don't praise myself, but I praise Allah for guiding me towards the right and away from wrong. I still say it's better to be a monkey in a tree or even a bird that can fly in the sky. So if I die, I will be sin free. Don't you agree with me? <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, are you are stunning. I wish you were here in the studio that I could hug you. I'm sending you a hug through the radio. Okay. I told the lady at the hospital that I got three pins in my shoulder. Yes. So she said her brother's got six pins. Yeah. I said to her, I can nail them with mine, but you have to spin me on them. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, it's really... If you once on a motoring show on CI, yes. I want to give voucher for the best joke. Yes, okay. I said, Blair, but it Mugabe. Yeah. Before greeting him, they went aside and decided how they could greet him. Mm-hmm. So the together they said to him, and he said, yellow <laughs> Look, I have to keep myself in here with my laughter. I already have a reputation of Amina, you have been stunning and I have loved having you on the program, oh, really. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I really felt honored. So I, I promise you, we are the people who are honored by having had you on. You have left beautiful, beautiful thoughts for us to cherish the absolute specialness, you know, the, the consciousness of Allah, the, the positiveness, turning a difficult situation into a positive and just so much more. Besides the fact that you haven't had your challenges impact on your creativity, I think your creativity is wonderful and your poetry must be published inshallah so all the very best give our fondest salams to your mom as well tell her we say shukran that we could borrow you from her so shukran so much and assalamu alaikum wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh